0: Hello and welcome back to the weekly episode of It's Always Day 1 where we talk about our learnings related to Amazon advertising from the last week. Today we are back with 5 new learnings. The first one is another interesting case study about going from no profit to over 7.4k in profit in 4 months time. What's interesting about this case study is that during this time frame we did not employ any extraordinary tactic but we rather got the basics right. We often recommend some strategies that are proven methods to improve your PPC sales as well as organic sales and overall and this is exactly one more example of how those strategies are proven strategies and they work all the time. So before we jump into the steps we took, let's first take a look at the stats. So the overall profit went up from negative 59 to 7.4 k in four months time. The tacos dropped significantly from 30% to just 7.8%. And we know that tacos is an indicator of profitability. So we can understand why the profit is increasing because the tacos is dropping dramatically. And then the organic share of overall sales increased from 65% to 85%, which indicates that organic sales were growing. So if you are investing more on PPC and eventually it's leading to a growth in organic sales, that's going to help you grow in the long run profitably. And then this jump to 7.4K net profit. It happened in four months. In the first month, it was 4.4K. Then in March, it was 5K. And then in April, it was 7.4K. And those are all the stats. Let's now take a look at the steps we took. The first one is keyword research. Keywords are very important when it comes to driving traffic and expanding our reach. We started with effective keyword research so that we were targeting the relevant audience who are willing to buy the product. We primarily relied on Amazon's first-party data for this, which is available through the new search query dashboards. We also then layered with keyword research we get from Helium 10 Cerebro. But essentially, the first-party data on Amazon was good enough You can also run some harvesting campaigns as we discussed in one of the episodes. I'll share a link in the comments where you set up some harvesting campaigns to regularly get new keywords. These campaigns are basically the broadly targeted ones or the auto campaigns you are regularly looking at the search term report to pick up the right keywords, the most relevant ones, and add them into your concentrated campaigns, which are just focusing on specific keywords group like ranking campaigns or highly relevant keyword targeted campaigns, long tail keyword targeted campaigns, and so on. The next step was keyword segregation and grouping. So researching keyword helps to expand reach, but grouping them helps drive more efficiency as we can control them more, through campaign budgets and placement bid adjustments. And also, we limit the number of keywords inside a campaign because beyond a certain point, which is usually 15 to 20 keywords, we start losing exposure on individual keywords. We categorize those keywords into smaller group, ranging from highly relevant to less relevant and set bits accordingly. One more win from this level of segregation is getting more granular data. So if you have a campaign with let's say 10 keywords inside, then any placement data because placement is at a campaign level is only about those 10 keywords. Unlike 100 or 200 keywords that could sometimes be there in the campaign, which is bad structure and very inefficient structure. Now, if we talk about these keyword groups, then we have the ranking keywords. These are the highly searched keywords related to the product. Then the other one is highly relevant keywords. These are specific long tail keywords that are highly relevant to the product. For example, if it is running shoes, then these are running shoes for marathon size eight. So these are highly relevant and long tail. The other group is relevant keywords, not as highly relevant or long tail, but they're still related to the product. They could also be the synonyms, different ways of expressing the needs for the same product. And then finally, the generic keywords. These are somewhat related to your product, but not highly. Like if you are selling marathon shoes, you could just be targeting shoes for example. They are good for awareness and sometimes shoppers when they type for shoes. They don't specify whether they are looking for marathon shoes while they might be looking for marathon shoes. So having generic keywords group is still essential. But when you segregate them into a separate campaigns, you can control the spend. Let's say you only want to spend 5% or 10% of your total budget on these keywords, then you can very effectively control them by keeping them in a separate campaigns into a different group. As a next step, we focused on the campaign setup and we set up multiple campaigns to target keywords. These included sponsored product campaigns, sponsored brands campaigns, video campaigns and sponsored display campaigns. And we allocated a budget based on their ROI and impact on the overall sales. So when we look at the performance data, we look at each ad type performance data as well. How sponsored brands doing? How sponsored products doing? How's display doing? And for each ad type, we set up sets of campaigns for the different keyword groups. And then we further segregated by the match type like exact, phrase, broad, and broad modifier. In addition to the keyword targeting, we were also running product targetings. We also segregated different target products into different campaigns based on the competitive advantage and the chances of conversion. Like there could be one group of products with less price and the other group of products with higher price, for example. And then other things like reviews, ratings, etc. Then as the next step, we regularly optimize these campaigns. We analyze data regularly to make informed decisions and make changes to bids and budgets. We do this very frequently, like every week or three to seven days in a week. A week's time is good for changing bids because you have enough data Unless there's something fluctuating badly or needs immediate change, then we do that. Otherwise, we just let the data to accumulate for seven days and we make more informed decisions based on that. We also factor in when optimizing the product margins, the correlation between increased traffic and overall and organic sales. We also analyze the customer lifetime value and consider the cost of acquiring new-to-brand customers because for this brand, which is in a consumables category, increased new-to-brand customers helped us significantly increase repeat sales, which were instrumental in driving more and more recurring revenue on this account. And that's it. Those are all the steps we took. Like I said in the beginning, these are the basic things that we executed rightly in a summary that includes effective keyword research, structuring campaigns for efficiency, expanding through different ad types, targeting keywords as well as products, and regularly optimizing the campaigns and staying on top of the data and insights to make more informed decisions. And that's about it. Coming up next is Amazon Ads new options for sponsor brands budget rules. So see you there.